All right, we are here. It is 11.05 or close enough to it on a Friday night. Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're joining us, we really, really, really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Uccino, SP3, Dutch Mantel, welcome to Smack Talk. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Holy hell, I'm depressed after watching three hours of wrestling. I oh, cheer know. up. Drink a beer. Oh, I my need God. One. I need a stiff-ass drink right about now. Jesus. My God. Now, you don't have to be. You don't have to start cursing. I might. Uh, I mean, no. Riled, it depends on how riled up you all get me. Like, the only thing that's keeping a smile on my face, the fact the Bearcats just took Temple to the woodshed tonight. I had the two-screen experience going, Cincinnati football guy. I had to watch my Bearcats, right? Coming off a big win over Notre Dame, so I had them on the little screen. I had SmackDown on the big screen, and I almost I almost called in sick, guys. I almost called in sick tonight. This was... I, I wouldn't blame you after SmackDown. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, it was terrible. Zero oh. point. Two. You know something? Being, being, so, being so positive, Rick, is what keeps you going. Really. <laughs> Now, we're not going to have these people tune in to hear us bitch and moan and complain. Actually, I've, I've heard from the higher-ups, people love it when I bitch, moan, and complain. But I don't know that how... Is, that is what I hear. Well, I, I, do, I do like it myself, but, you know, this is just for public consumption. It, it might take some egging on on your guys' part tonight because I'm, I'm more just exhausted than, than anything else. But where do we want to start tonight? Do we want to start with Rampage, the the the, the show that was actually good tonight, or do we want to start with SmackDown? Yeah, I'll I'll let I'll let I, the panel decide. I think we could get through Rampage a lot faster because I feel yeah, like I'll, you're gonna have you're gonna have multiple rants during the SmackDown portion of the show. I mean, I think that the people come for your rants, especially because they've already promoted it on Twitter. So let's get one good one out, and then we can move on to Rampage, Rick. Tell the people how you feel, man. I'm SP. Yeah, don't hold it in. Come on, tell them how you feel. I feel like WWE wants the Queen's Crown tournament to fail. That's that's how I feel about it. Based off of the booking tonight, that is the only way that it makes sense. This is something that the fans have been clamoring for, right? Queen of the Ring. This yeah. is something that we've wanted for, for years now. And they said, all right, here you go. Finally, we're going to give it to you. Here's, it's not Queen of the Ring. We're going to call it the Queen's Crown Tournament. So first off, we're going to give it a dumbass name for whatever freaking reason, because it can't just be Queen of the Ring. And then we're going to put out this field. All so right? what's, I, the what's the name of it? Queen's Crown Tournament. What's wrong with that? It's, it's called Queen of the Ring. Why? Okay, I kind of like it myself. All right, well, that's fine. Teach their own. Okay, go. so okay, that's fine. Teach their own. Ozzy, thank you. Yes, go Bengals. I hope they beat the Packers. Appreciate the super chat. If you guys want to get, get your comments in, get your super chats in, uh, we'll read the as many of them throughout the show as possible. So they give us this field tonight, right? All right, and looking at it, uh, let me pull it up here real quick. They give us Tony Storm and Jordan Vega, Liv Morgan and Carmella, Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler, and Do Drop versus Natalia. So automatically, right off the bat, I realize that this tournament isn't going to be mean much more than the winner gets a tiara. Uh, yes. there, there's there's not a whole lot here unless it's it's to elevate somebody like a Liv Morgan or a Tony Storm who or a, uh, or, or a uh, Zelina Vega. She won tonight too, by the way. He did. Yes. I, I actually applauded. 
that on its own is <laughs> is okay. But you look at this field, and they gave us five heels, uh, two people that the audience are still getting to know, and Tony Storm and Dewdrop, and then Liv Morgan, who is genuinely over with the audience, genuinely the most over person in the entire audience. They beat her in ninety seconds. She had a fantastic match with Carmella at Extreme Rules. Got the loudest pop of the night with the exception. Shut up, Sid. With the I was there live. It was much better. With the exception of Becky Lynch, got the loudest pop of the night. The loudest pop of the night. She got huge pops at Money in the Bank. What they do? They took her off TV. She gets a huge pop. Has a good match with Carmella at, at Extreme Rules on the pre-show. Crowd's going nuts for her. They want to push her. They they have her do media all week for for the freaking draft. She goes undrafted. And then loses in the Queen's Crown Tournament within three minutes of his existence. By the way, yeah, both matches got to combine three minutes tonight. Three minutes. Tony Storm out in two minutes and Liv Morgan out in 90 seconds. So now you have set up a semifinals of Carmella versus Zelina Vega, two heels. And on the other side of the bracket, who the hell does the the crowd root for? Dewdrop? Natalia? Dewdrop. Do drop. It's all about the do. It's all about the do. It is about the do. She'll probably lose to Natalia, to be completely honest with you. The way they're booking this damn thing. No, they set up they set up do drop versus Shayna Baszler on on Raw. So they're gonna give us Which is the only storyline left in the entire thing, right? So those were the two storylines that we got is do drop and and Shayna Baszler and then Liv Morgan and Carmella. Uh, Carmella with her with her shiny destro mask uh, gets gets the win tonight. Which it, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. It it it's almost like WWE's like, okay, look, we'll give you this Queen of the Ring tournament because this is what you guys have been begging for, but we're gonna let these matches be uh two minutes or less. We're not gonna put anybody in that you have an actual vested interest in, and we're gonna try to make these segments fail. So they don't get massive ratings. So we can sit here and go, Oh, well, we gave you the tournament. Here we here uh, we uh, gave it to you, but now you know you're not watching it. You're not invested in it. Nobody's cheering for these matches. I guess we don't have to do it again. That's the only thing that makes sense to me, and it pisses me off. Looking uh, for sorry, Dutch. The booking for you Liv are Morgan, th- way overthinking this. The booking for Liv Morgan, God. Is an absolute joke. It is an absolute joke. Well, that's, that's not, is that it? Is that? <laughs> All right, who wins it? Who wins it? Who cares? No, Shayna no. Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Who wins? I'll tell you. I, is uh, Bel Air in it or no? No. No. She's not in it. No. 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 No one's. That, no one. No one that has uh, been pushed that well is in this tournament. That I think that was one of uh, Rick's points. That's why I think Shayna Baszler. I, I saw the bracket and I was like, Shayna Baszler is the only one that makes sense because Shayna Baszler has at least picked up some momentum, taking out, uh, you know, Nia Jax and Eva Marie. So it wouldn't make sense for her to win the tournament. But when you look at the SmackDown side, it's both heels. So it's like, are you really going to give us a Zelina Vega versus Shayna Baszler finals or a Carmella versus Shayna Baszler finals? So I do agree with well, uh, R- Ryan in the chat. Dewdrop might just win this thing. I think of, it, it, it's either going to be. Baszler I think, I, and I haven't even seen Dewdrop, but I hope she wins it. <laughs> I can I mean, tell, I, Rick, you're very frustrated right now. Yes, you know they have they have therapists that you can go to, you know, and 
I what need you see it. Let me ask. Let me ask this crap tonight. Let me ask Sid something. Sid, yeah. if Rick went to a therapist about his wrestling overthinking problem, what do you think a therapist would tell him? Wait a minute, Rick. Wait a minute, Rick. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Sid. We're, they, we're, we're trying to help you out here. They would to give him a, a you know a prescription to smoke a lot of weed and yeah. chill out. Chill out, just just chill out. Don't overthink things. That is take true. it easy. Have That's a good right. time and yeah. watch it. Don't get overly invested into people. Oh, this is why. This is why I right. don't okay, get so overly so invested don't watch, into no, people. Like, all right, wait a minute. Wrestling. That's what you're telling me to do. Don't no. get invested in people because there's no point. Because they're never going to have anybody pay off anything. We could have you go to DDP to do some long term yoga stuff. I, my that that works. That works. That really does. And no. Timothy, Timothy in the chat, live losing like that just helps her become more of a baby face. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You can put obstacles in front of people, but if they never <laughs> overcome them, it doesn't get them over, genius. Rick, if we were on a trip right now, me, you, and Sid, we would stop at the next <laughs> service station we saw or exit and put you out. <laughs> And we get you to please, Uber your way home. How am I overthinking the fact that the, the unless your name is Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, or Bianca Belair, you're never going to get more than three minutes of screen time on this damn show? I'm I'm sorry, but did that person is that person trolling or was he really serious that Liv Morgan serious? Liv Morgan losing in ninety seconds is making her more of a baby face? Because because yeah, Bianca Belair who who won a whole bunch of things, she's much more over than uh, now than she was before she lost in 26 seconds at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah you know, there's yeah. not there's not an obvious example on TV every single week. Please, oh my God, people who type these type of things, y'all have really been like, like this man is like this in front of your television and he really has you hypnotized to believe these things. Yeah, he like, is. He's a, oh, Rick, <laughs> watch it very carefully and... Rick, you're too much, man. You are. I think you need some drugs or something. You need to calm down. I was actually <laughs> pretty just subdued, and then I just started talking, and then it's like a snowball effect. I just, I just yeah. on. Well, you take this wrestling very seriously, don't you, Rick? I'm, I'm about not to, because I, I'm tired of getting hurt. Honestly, like I'm tired <laughs> of getting let down. Every time I think, and this Rick, you are the biggest case of an addicted wrestling fan as I've ever seen, and you know that is that is a uh, that is a condition, a addiction to wrestling. I've had people tell me that. Rick is one of them. He don't have to tell me; I can see it. It's all right, right, Rick. right, Rick. I, 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 all I ask is for if, is for stuff to make sense. How does booking? How does Dutch please answer me the question? Yeah. How does booking Zelina and Carmella to win the way that they did tonight? How does any of that make sense? Oh, I don't know. Well, asking, I mean, you're asking I mean, me to be fair, Roman no, Reigns. Roman Reigns' entrance lasted longer than both Queen's Crown tournament matches. Sure did. So I think at that point, I like I've said, I've said this many of times, ladies and gentlemen. The WWE makes it possible for my kids to eat every single day. Yeah, you remember, you remember that, Rick. I love Vince the WWE. job is on the line. I love the WWE. Don't get me wrong. 
but I have I have emotionally de-invested in WWE such a long time ago because it doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. They hate baby faces, and tonight was just the latest example of that. They hate baby faces. Live more. They hate. Yes. They hate people who get over without permission. Yes, is what they do. The fans love Liv Morgan, and they can't stand it. And I still think that there is a large contingency of people back in the uh, in in the creative locker room who thinks there's no money in women's wrestling. Those same people who told Mickey James there's no money in it. No, they not. Not. they've not. They've not said that. They can't say that. You can't say that in a WWE locker room. You'd be called a uh, misogynist, right? Is that the word? Yes, that's not. You'd, how you'd be guilty of misogyny. You can't do that stuff anymore. Not how Mickey James tells it. I'm just saying what she said. Well, it may have happened to her. Wrestling, but who told her that? I don't know. Did she actually name names on that one? I don't think I, she did. Oh, I thought it was um the guy that got that got let go, Mark Carano. Did he get, did he get let go? All right. I thought, I thought Mark Carano. Mark Carano. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Mark Carano, Dutch? Well, he just he just was in talent relations, but they never would let him go and have any power. Because that tells you right there, they didn't, I don't Bye think, Tam. much. Bye, Tam. Know. Don't let the, the door hit you where the good Lord split you. See you. Never come yeah. back. Thank you. Who did you just tell goodbye to? Oh, that same uh, guy who called me. Uh, uh, the, the same guy who said Liv Morgan losing in 90 seconds tonight was going uh, to help him get over. And he's so been. You know what? Call me an idiot in the chat to, for the last. Oh, you, you, you know what? We know what I haven't done in a while since I was with Kenny Bolin. Banhammer, get out of here! Now you, now you can never see any of our stuff. Congratulations, see? you played yourself. Oh. Well, but no, I agree with you, Rick. It didn't make sense because it was just a flat show. I did like the opening a little bit, the way they opened that up. I liked that. Yeah, that's, the three that's, of them. That's fine. I mean, and that that was good. Uh, I'm trying to find some high spots here. Okay, just work are. with me. Work with me, guys. Look. And I did like the. Wait a minute. Well, he's worked up, isn't he? <laughs> hey, I got some pills here you might need to take. I'll send you some. Okay. Good move. No, but, but I like the way the, the first segment ended with putting both of them through the table, which was, I've never seen that before. She's impressive. That, that was good. She's a strong girl. Flat and, out. Uh, and that ended well. So that, it did, that it led, didn't that, start too well because that was, that was just very. Listen, it's very goofy. Like, I, why, why, why we have one person on the announce table standing there? Uh, Sasha Banks, which I love Becky Lynch's line saying that she looks like a disco ball because she really you. did. Uh, Becky Lynch still is a she's still a baby face. We're two months into this heel turn, I, I, and she's still a baby face. Please, Rick, you argued with me, you argued with me about this, and I, I'm still wondering when she's gonna turn heel. I don't. I don't think she is anymore. I think they've honestly given up on that already. To be completely honest with you, I think she's just going to be. I think she's just going to be that tweener that you know whoever whatever they need her to be that night is is what she's got. I mean, she she hit Adam Page. Or Adam Page, sorry, Adam Pierce in the dick tonight. I mean, there was that. She hit him in the balls with the contract. That was kind of heelish, I guess. But no, I, I think they've given up on that. To be completely honest with you, it's well, like, I don't like her interviews at all. She's trying too hard. Yes. She's trying too hard. And the more, <clears throat> and like we said, <clears throat> the more she tries, the more they like it. 
and and they kind of still like they don't they don't like uh what's your name the d- disco yeah yeah they yeah they don't but she but she came in as a heel yeah she started that way and she's kind of but becky is trying to push up heel and it's it's very hard for her i think and so but we did predict the naomi and the uh and the turn of the hell i can't even remember her name sonia deville yep yeah i've been hit so many times in the hell out of hell i I, I can't what is your what is your name rick uh, what? <laughs> yeah, no. Look, I, I would be really excited for Sonia and Naomi next week if you know I didn't think that match would get less than three minutes. Any uh, anybody want to bet okay. me that match goes over three minutes next week? You do? What do you want to bet? Yeah. Two dollars gets four minutes. Four minutes. Uh, it might get three oh two. Like in all seriousness, because unless your name is Becky Bianca or Sasha, you don't get time in the ring on this damn show. And we're already getting Becky and uh, and Sasha next week. So that match will get like 12 minutes. There'll be some BS finish. Uh, it won't end clean. I would probably predict Becky loses this match. I would think Bianca returns the favor for what we saw uh, last, you know, last week where Becky kneeled down on the, on the hair and Sasha got the roll up there. So I would think something similar is going to happen. We'll actually see Becky lose a match uh, for the first time in, in quite some time, but it's, it's either that or it's going to end in disqualification. So now, now we're starting to see these, these girls wrestle one another before they have a triple threat match on the pay-per-view. Cause they're going to have a tag match on Monday as well. I don't, I don't see Sonya wrestling next week. I think that she's going to send in a heel to beat down Naomi. Um, because I don't know why you would blow off this feud already. This feud is just catching steam. It's just getting a little bit of momentum. It wouldn't make sense to blow it off next week without the proper amount of build. And especially Sonya Deville getting back into the ring. I, you know, I, I would have loved this. Al- but if we're thinking about it, there's already a problem with it. Because yeah. Naomi is trying to be a heel, but she'll be a babyface against Sonya. Right or no? No, I don't think I don't think. Naomi's trying to be a heel at all. I think she's just no. tired of being disrespected. Uh, Sonia is is kind of well. Weird. Isn't aren't they going to line her up with the with the Bloods? You would. Th- uh, th- that's our assumption. But after the draft, which is something we haven't even gotten into yet, Naomi's the top baby face in the women's division. Yeah. So I don't think that's happening. <laughs> Smackdown got gutted in the draft, which we'll get to. But. Um, yeah, Sonia also, for somebody who was ducking this match, she accepted it really damn quickly, or she just made this really quickly. So, yeah, Sid, you're probably right. This isn't even going to happen. This is going to be some some BS, some bullshit. Sonya's got a plan. She's going to have Naomi get the crap kicked out of her by somebody, and then she's going to take off her suit jacket, put her foot on Naomi, and pin her. That's probably what's going to happen next week. That's a good she's finish. Gonna, I like it. I like it. Order, I like it already. That's a great finish. Yeah, in and of itself, the booking's great. In and of itself, the booking is great. But on top of the other crap that we've seen with the women's division lately on SmackDown, yeah, it just, just, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's it's just a Uh, Uh, Well, what else don't you like, Rick? Oh, the fact uh, that, well, if you want to get into it, uh, the fact that... (laughs) Michael Cole can say whatever the hell he damn well wants on on the show tonight or whatever lines he's getting fed to him by, you know, Vince or anybody else in the back. 
starting the 23rd of October, this roster ain't stacked at all. There, there was a lot of, I, I think we taught, I taught Dutch this a couple of week, weeks ago. There was a lot of cap on this show between Michael Cole and Pat McAfee saying that this was the greatest WWE draft in the history of WWE drafts. Hey, Get... congratulations, Sid. You made me smile tonight. Good. Yeah, uh, like what? What? Are you kidding me? This wasn't the best WWE draft in the last two years. And <laughs> it's just, it's just ridiculous. Some of the things that they say on commentary, but I, I do agree with Rick. It, it feels like they can get away with anything. And I definitely agree. SmackDown got finessed. How do you lose Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, the Street Profits, Becky Lynch, Bianca. Uh, Bianca Belair, and all you get back is Charlotte Flair, Ricochet, Viking Raiders. <laughs> if you if you look at the top of the men's division right now, you have Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar is a free agent, so he can come and go as he pleases. So he's and there. Drew McIntyre. That's Drew it. McIntyre, who's that's going it. to be riding a three-feud losing streak. And that's it. That's it. The, the next level of guys that you have are Sami Zayn. Maybe he'll be the king of the ring. I think he would be a good king of the ring. He actually moved on tonight. That was good booking. I think he'd make a fantastic yeah. king of the ring, if I'm honest. We'll get to the men's king, uh, the men's tournament uh, coming up here soon. But you have Sami Zayn. You have Ricochet, who was literally in the 24-7 title picture two weeks ago. Who else? You got Happy Corbin, uh, who is just cutting talk shows now. <laughs> they 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 hey, he, they fell. started off good and they have killed him already because they they added madcap no kiss and, and awful fake laughter we, we couldn't get we couldn't get a four minute women's match tonight because we had to shoehorn that bullshit in and they literally well I wouldn't the, refer to, I wouldn't refer to it as bullshit I would <laughs> I, I'd give it a new title or something so let's you see could, okay. hey what about nonsense. I mean, not, they, not they literally promoted the Shree Prophets and the Shree Prophets never came out. They're not good friends. Like uh, Kevin yeah. Owens always picking up the Shree Prophets and they couldn't even come out and help them out against Madcap and Corbin. My God. What a yeah, night. Okay, so, so they brought in uh, Ridge Holland and, and Hit Row. So not those guys ain't you know ready for a main event scene. Jeff Hardy, if they decided to, at least he's got you know long term equity built up. He is a former WWE champion. Same with Sheamus, but those guys' booking isn't like okay. We're gonna put you up against Roman Reigns now. Kofi Kingston, maybe Xavier if he wins King of the Ring, maybe. That's it, guys. So what is all? What is all the talk about Xavier winning King of the Ring? I've been reading that. It's because is that something he wants? Oh yes. yeah. This is yes. something he has been pushing for for damn near a decade. So, like, you know how people will grow up and they want to they they dream of winning the WWE championship. Xavier Woods dreams of winning King of the Ring. Like, that's all he wants to accomplish in his WWE career is to win King of the Ring. I've talked to Big E, I've talked to Kofi. They have both said, look, forget a world title run. He wants to win King of the Ring more than anything, and he has been pushing for this both on social media and backstage and everywhere else, and they finally at least put him in the damn tournament this year. <laughs> Last time they, when they brought back King of the Ring in 2019 or whichever year it was, they didn't put him in the tournament at all, and he was, like, distraught uh, after, all, after years of pitching it. So he literally found out tonight, if you follow him on Twitter, he had no idea he was in the damn bracket until the bracket came out on television. And then he sent out a tweet 
giddy as a schoolgirl that he was in the damn bracket. That is one of the good things that they did setting up the King of the Ring tonight. Is one they they made the right move by putting Xavier Xavier Woods in it. Uh-huh. Two, very interesting possibility there for the semifinals matchup that we could get Kofi Kingston versus Xavier Woods, which means we're gonna get Jinder Mahal versus Ricochet. <laughs> That's exactly what they want to do. That's exactly what they would well, do. <clears throat> build hate for gender, man. Who is this guy, Mace? Did they draft him? Yeah. Yes. He's a former commentator for Raw, Dio Madden. Uh, then he became Mace as a part of the Retribution. And he literally cut his promo straight out of the 1980s, 1990s. And I'm not talking about the good 1990s. I'm talking about early 1990s, very over the top. Oh God, it was just it was just really bad that promo. What did you think, Dutch? Well, first of all, I just know the name. I don't know him, big guy, but it was just generic. And it was like, like you said, you could have went back in a time capsule and pulled it out, and there it is. There it is. Here it is. Yeah, I, I don't come, know why come. they split up Mace and T-Bar in the first damn place and yeah. why they still are Mace and T-Bar. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the other thing, by the way, that they did this week. Dutch, yeah. can, you, can, you, can you tell me how many women's tag teams are left in, in the entire division? No, I can't, really. <laughs> but I have noticed, like you said, all the girls' matches are so short. I mean, three minutes is the max on them. And I don't, I mean. Unless your name is Charlotte, Becky, yeah. Bianca, Bailey, and Sasha. Unless you're one of those five, your match is three minutes or less. That's what, that's the time you get. And by the way, uh, the answer is one. We have <laughs> one women's tag team in the entire division. It's the tag team champs, and they've been together for three weeks. They have maybe four now, right? Maybe maybe four. They split yeah. up Eddie and Tamina. They split up Tegan and Shotzi, even though they just brought them up to the roster. That's it. You only had three to begin with. So who is who is booking that, the girls? Probably. probably who hates women's wrestling, Bruce. apparently. Probably Vince and Bruce. They they book everything else. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, this the the I think they split up uh, Mace and T Bar because they wanted to split up the Street Profits, and they were just like, you know, we got to split up one tag team, so might as well be this one. And hopefully, out of this, you know, we got Mace still be a Mace, but T Bar hasn't been on TV yet, and hopefully, we get Dominic Dijakovic. Please, yes. God, God, please. I back to NXT. Hey, if they break up the Street Profits, you know what that means? That means Dawson dies. Yeah, he will literally die. Yeah, because yeah. Montez his marriage to Bianca plus he's he's got a lot of talent, but Dawkins will die. Seriously, he will. They'll just if he's not attached. I, I am not going to Montez. Say, he's gone. I am, I am not going to sit here and let you disparage my fellow Fairfield High School graduate. I think Angelo Dawkins, if given an opportunity, could be just fine as a singles competitor. Well, you didn't even listen to what I said, Rick. I said he will die <laughs> because they're not going to give him an opportunity. Right? Uh, probably not, no. No, yeah, but no. because they'll, they'll go with uh, Montez Ford. 
And Dawkins, since he's attached, where's his spot? If he's not platformed with him, he's he's out of the picture. They'd probably so. put him in another tag team, to be completely honest with you, because that's how they, they operate. Yeah. Just look, just ask Chad Gable. <laughs> he, would pro- he would probably go down a Chad Gable level style of booking. And I hate to say that because I would love to see him get an opportunity. I would love to see them have a plan for both members of a tag team when they split a group up. I, I don't think anybody would. But, sit there- but, but WWE has never been a tag team company at all. No. Because Vince doesn't like tag teams. He doesn't really know the stuff that you can do with him, I guess, or he doesn't want to do it. His idea of tag teams is they, they're together for about a year, and then he thinks it's time to pick one or the other to push on their own. That's his, that's his goal with tag teams, and it has been that way for years. And that's why t- great tag teams like the, the Road Warriors were never the Road Warriors in WWE. They were Legion of Doom, but they never got to the success they got in Jim Cocker Promotions or WCW. The Steiner brothers were tag team champions everywhere. They were tag team champions in the WWF, but they nearly didn't get half of the success that they got outside of the WWF. This has been going on for years, and I just don't understand. Like People should be happy that the Usos are still together after a decade being in this company, and the New Day has been together for almost seven years. At least we have those two tag teams. Because All right, so what is, what is protecting the Usos? Their Tell family. Me. Their family. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So... So they're, and they will deny this, but they're the privileged ones in the company because yes. they're, they're taken in by privilege. What's uh, the, what's the girl Samoa's name? Nia Jackson. What's the other I, one? Yeah. Tamina. I, Tamina. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they, that's how they got in. So, but I don't know, but wrestling is political like that. And it always has been, it's never really been as obvious and is it as it is now? So, and, and that's the thing. Like when when things happen, I I know they happen for a reason. And you know, we Som- sometimes, yeah, sometimes. sometimes. But there's there's Vince does he has to have a, a reason for doing some things instead of just doing it on a whim. At least I would hope you would know better. No, he he does things on a whim. <laughs> I guarantee he does. Yeah, you would. Know. He says, "Well, damn it, let's let's try something crazy." And he does it like uh, the gobbledygooker. <laughs> you remember that? He, he just did it as a joke because every booker does that. He does something that he kind of likes and he can play with. So, and that's, that's, that's how it goes. There's, there's no rhyme. And you just said this, Rick. There's no rhyme or reason and no sense to it. You know, another thing I was watching tonight, I thought tonight would be the night they pulled the, they pulled the trigger on the Dominic Mysterio on, on him. Yeah, that is That's uh, what it looked like. I, I think they've, they've run past the point of no return on that one. Like I, if, I almost, if, I, if this, I almost got to agree ending, with you. If this was the ending of Back to Future 3, they would have crashed into the ravine by now. Like there was a time, <laughs> there was a time to jump off the train yep. and do something, you know, and, and like pull the trigger. Dutch, there was a time to pull the trigger. Yep. It it's long been gone. 
they're doing the same stuff every week. And that's part of the same thing that we that I had an issue with with the opening segment with the girls. They've been talking about the same thing for four weeks. They're still talking about 26 seconds, and I you lost the SummerSlam. And they're still talking about SummerSlam. There's been a pay-per-view in between now. And stop talking about SummerSlam. I don't want to hear Becky Lynch say 26 seconds one more time in my lifetime. I really don't. I was I was so done with Bianca Belair bringing it up. Like, why are you bringing this up? You should not be talking about this. There's no way you can you can swerve this. Not even Paul Heyman can spin this in a way that makes you look good. You lost in 26 seconds. It doesn't matter if you got advance notice that you versed Becky Lynch. You lost in 26 seconds. Stop bringing this up, please. Yeah. Well, let me bring this up. Oh, in the interview tonight with Roman Reigns. And Heyman, what did you think of that? Uh, I thought it was the best part of the show. Oh, it was. It was the best part. Yeah. Heyman is Heyman's good. He, he really he, is. I, I thought his uh, I, I thought his squabbling, and you know he's looking down and he's 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 scared, you know, shitless. And then all of a sudden, Roman just picks up that chin. Like, no, you you talk to me in the eyes. That's that's how you address the tribal chief. That was good stuff. That right? was good. That was really, really good. And then Heyman slowly went from, you know, bumbling, you know, idiot to I'm the guy who who carried Brock Lesnar for years. All right. I'm the guy who's talked for the beast for decades and staring right down into the camera. By the way, that's got to be the longest cam, not the longest time we've gone without a camera cut in what? Yes. 30 years. Yes. I, I I thought that Paul Heyman was excellent in that segment. Yes, he was Just starting off, like you said, you know, cowering to Roman Reigns, then basically telling him that wise guys are not going to make it obvious. Wise men are not going to make it obvious to you. If I'm going to turn on you, you'll never see it coming. Like I love that. I love the way which, he worded it. Yeah, which it solidified which solidified the fact that there's a swerve coming somewhere. Yeah. Because, and to Dutch, to your point, every time something happens in the suit, or at least anything major, they flat out tell you it's coming. That's Heyman's shtick. It's not yeah. a prediction. It's a spoiler. When Roman said, look, I'm going to smash you, stack you, and pin you one, two, three, that's precisely what he did to Edge and Daniel Bryan's at WrestleMania. They told you the ending to the biggest show of the year, and nobody saw it coming. Like literally, yeah, but, but nobody would believe that. Yeah. When you said he stacked one on top of the other and pinned both of them, nobody, they said, ah, nah, they're not going to do that. And that's what he did. <laughs> so Steven's asking, so who will win October 22nd in Saudi Arabia, Thursday afternoon, crown jewel, who will win between Roman and Brock? I think given the fact that there ain't nobody ready to challenge grant you got a, a little bit of time there because survivor series is gonna you know break things up you could probably just do Big E versus roman reigns and, and call it a day uh but i think there's a pretty damn good chance that they're gonna give brock lesnar this big win over roman reigns and put the universal title right back on him and this is gonna be we'll we'll kick the can all the way down to wrestlemania and get the rematch where roman will win the title back i could very easily see that being the case but you did you see those people tonight Roman's almost a baby face on his own. He is. Yes. He's getting there. So if they were going to do, if they put the the title on Brock, it's got to be with the double, with, with the swerve with Heyman. 
And all of a yeah. sudden, why would he, he was asking now, why would we, why would we do this? Or why would I do this? I think a big swerve is coming, and I think that would be a good one because I think Roman is almost there, and he can get a, a heel to work with for a while. Because you got to have heels, guys. If you don't have the heels, your baby faces are dead. What if? What if the swerve isn't just Paul Heyman turning on Roman Reigns? What if it's the entire damn bloodline? What if the Usos are? That's a good thought. Collaborating yeah. with Paul Heyman, and what if they replaced Roman Reigns with freaking Brock Lesnar? What if they put the Universal Title on Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar is now running around with the Usos on both sides of him, and Paul Heyman there? It's a good thought. That is. Um, excuse me while I call Vince. I'll be right back. <laughs> Are you promised you got his number? But, 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 okay, now, well, since Actually, you brought that you up. Call, if you uh, call Vince, tell him to put me in charge of the women's division, please. But go <laughs> That's what you really need. No, you. I, we, we can't do this because first thing you do is you're too personally involved in it and you get carried away. You'll put the but title that, on That Liv is Morgan. a good thought because now instead of having one opponent, what does uh, Mr. Reigns have? He has three. He has three. Yeah. He'll he'll go on the hunt, and yes, Prince. Yes, I said Finn Balor was going to win at Extreme Rules, and for but you know, but what if they turned? What if they turned on him and laid him out of action for two three weeks? They could do that, but they can't afford that because yeah, Brock won't afford- Brock won't show up every single week. So they and need that's, that's the problem. Yeah, they need. Oh, that's Roman the problem. Reigns. Yeah, if you take, I, if you take but, Roman Reigns and and Brock Lesnar, you you move Becky over to Raw. Who are you leaning on? Who, who are you? You're, you're going to build the entire show around who? Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Flair. Charlotte Flair. Yeah, but see, Charlotte this is Sasha. this has been the issue the whole time that I've been on this show. They've had no heels. So if you get a heel, but he's a babyface now, Brock, and he's only a babyface because Roman's a Roman's a heel. I mean, if you just get one like that, that may be there, it may not be there. You know, you're back in the same boat. They need to be building someone, which they're not building. They're- well, I would think that, um, you know, you, if you put the title on Brock, you're, you're definitely right what, uh, what Rick said. It, it prolongs the story. It, it brings us to the conclusion at WrestleMania. And it makes more sense for a Drew McIntyre to get a shot at in between that because Drew was the last guy who beat Brock for the WWE championship. So you could do Drew versus Brock at like Royal Rumble, you know, two years after the fact that uh, <laughs> Drew eliminated him. <laughs> well, read that. Uh, yes, Prince, yes. Prince, I'm sorry, man. If you, if you put money on my prediction, when I don't know anything, <laughs> I don't know nothing. I'm you, sorry, man, but that's you make me lose you. money. You make I'm me done lose. believing your predictions, Rick. You make me lose money you in the Roman versus Dina match. Prince, I nailed Happy Corbin's turn to a T. To a T. That's that's the one thing he's gonna get right this year, ladies and gentlemen. That that should have been the end of you betting on uh Rick's Rick's predictions or betting on Rick in the trivia because he's gonna verse me predict- soon. If I could predict the future, I would be the owner of the Cincinnati Bengals right now because I'd be a multi-billionaire. All right. So I'm sorry. There is that. If you took my prediction and bet on it, look at the betting odds. 
Okay, so what are you saying about Roman and uh, Mr. Uh, Lesnar in at I, the honestly right triple, now, what they call that triple what? A crown I, I, triple I call crown. it I call it sweet Saudi money six. Sweet Saudi money six. Oh well, I can't say that because I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some triple crown to watch Crown Jewel. Uh, no, actually, it's turning out to be a really, really good show. It's stacked. You got, you got, you yeah. got Roman and Brock. You got Becky, Sasha, and Bianca. And then we didn't talk about the main event angle, which now we got a Hell in a Cell match. The Saudi Prince was like, "Give me Hell in a Cell, Vince." And Vince was like, "You know what? It's not Hell in a Cell, but I already did it on Fox. I already did it on USA. I might as well do it for you, Saudi Prince, because this." This is the most profitable event of the year. This is their real WrestleMania. Crown yeah. Jewel has replaced WrestleMania, the biggest let, show of the year. Let me ask you this. Okay. It, does it show here at night? No. No. It's going to be 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. Okay. And that's... I thought it was 11 a.m. Or am I wrong on that? Hang on. I'll, I'll... Uh, I think it's 12 p.m. for you. Oh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what time does it... Regular time over there, like 8 o'clock at night? Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. Okay. It says uh, 12 p.m. Eastern time, uh, 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific. Yeah, so it, oh, it's so, started so even earlier, even earlier than I thought. Look at that. Yeah, so noon. I don't even get off work until 2 p.m. <laughs> so I'll miss. I'll I'll have to catch up on it uh, on on. Replay. Rick, do you talk wrestling at work? You talk wrestling on the radio? I do not. Uh, I used to. Uh, I used to have a wrestling specific. Yeah, I, I used to at that other station before they fired me. <laughs> but I don't, I don't do it here. That's good. Well, I hope nobody's <laughs> betting money in Cincinnati <laughs> on your don't, predictions. Don't listen to me. Listen to Mo Egger and Tony Pike. They actually make money when they gamble. So uh, listen to those guys. If you're listening to ESPN 1530, uh, but uh, no, see, I, Sid, to your point, I think this is the whole reason why we even have King of the ring and, and they threw in the queen's crown thing as a, as an extra added little bonus, because if you look at both of these brackets, it doesn't scream to me that the winner is going to get anything out of this No, because there are some surprising omissions from the king of the ring tournament. I thought we'd see Keith Lee. I thought we'd see Karen oh, no. Cross. I thought we'd see somebody like that. If this was going to mean something, they don't want them. They don't want those guys to lose. This is not a this is not about building somebody like the King of the Ring. They they are so far past, you know, using the King of the Ring to build someone up like they have not done that in years. That's why they literally have to name guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin that won it 25 years ago, like King Booker, who won it 15 years ago, Triple H, who won it almost 25 years ago, Bret Hart. That was 30 years ago. Like they the last time that they used the King of the Ring to build someone up was King Booker in 2006 we've had king barrett we had king sheamus we've had king corbin and none of them have was been worth a damn it's actually hurt all of those guys yeah i was gonna say 2006 we had booker 2008 we had william regal 2010 we had sheamus then we didn't have it for five years uh bad news barrett won it and then baron corbin won it four years after that so yeah now it's gonna be I remember when Chad Gable was in the finals of that. Uh, yes. that thing. But yep. if you remember correctly, Drew McIntyre was supposed to win that and he got hurt. So yeah. I think they wanted it to mean something in 2019, but they did. But here's the thing. WWE could easily make this this damn thing mean something. 
but it's hastily put together. They threw, they started doing it two weeks before Crown Jewel. It really makes me think that the the guy who's running the thing over there was like, "Hey, I used to, I like, I remember when Stone Cold won that that King of the Ring. Let's bring back King of the Ring and have the finals in Saudi Arabia." And they're like, "All right, sure, whatever." Remember, this is the same man that that wanted. <laughs> Whatever wanted, you want. <laughs> he wanted Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior to be on the first event in Saudi Arabia. He didn't yeah. had no idea those people had passed away. Yeah, like, I, I read no. that. So, who would be your favorite to win the King of the Ring? Looking at the bracket now, there's six people left. Obviously, Sami Zayn beat Rey Mysterio tonight. I thought that would be. I thought that was the right booking decision. Finn Balor, he beats Cesaro. I think we all saw that coming. Although it was a great match. What do you think? What what's going on, Dust? Xavier Woods, he's got to win it. Hey, anybody that that like kind of campaigns to win a match for ten years, give it to him. I mean, it's not going to mean anything in the long run. He's going to get a, a cape and a crown, and he's going to love the hell out of it. Why not? But for eternity, he can say he won King of the Ring. He won King of the Ring. And how many King of the Rings have there been? Good question. Maybe like 30, because we had uh, it all the 21. way back. Okay. Like 21. If you win okay. one King of the Ring out of 7.7 billion people. <laughs> that's, really, that's actually doing something. There have been more Royal Rumble winners than King of the Ring winners. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes that does make Factual. sense. Factual. Although I do think Finn Balor will probably win the damn thing. Yeah, Xavier will probably make the finals and lose to Finn Balor in the in the finals because I don't think Sammy. I would love for Sami Zayn to at least make the finals, but he doesn't like working in Saudi Arabia, so that doesn't. I don't think uh, that's that, happen. But 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 that's political, correct? Yeah. 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 Why? There's no way that Sammy's going to make that. He may not even. He may not even go over there. No, no. I heard, he, he, he don't. He doesn't go, does he? Actually, I don't no. think he's allowed to go over there. Yeah, because he's Syrian. Yeah, so he's not allowed to go. Really? Yes. So you can already stamp Finn Balor going to the finals right now. There's no way Sami Zayn's going to be uh, be on that card. No way. And and they're gonna they're gonna want to give uh, Finn Balor something after God turned on him at Extreme Rules. <laughs> we that is, that is true. That. No, we never got an no. They they did give us a, an explanation in passing during the Cesaro and Balor match, which I do agree was very good in the um, main event slot. Um, they said a faulty faulty ropes was oh, the reason why he lost. Yeah, I, I, I was too busy sulking in the corner. I must have missed I that. Know. So. I know. Faulty I know. ropes kills. Faulty a, ropes. Yeah, faulty kills ropes. a demon. Yeah, yeah, kills a demon. Finn would actually be a really good king, I think, especially if the reports are true that, you know, you got some raw writers who are like, hey, we lost Drew McIntyre. Let's put Finn Balor in the Drew McIntyre role. So I think that would yeah. make a ton of sense. I thought Drew McIntyre would have been good for King of the Ring, but he's getting the, the title match against Big E. Yeah, it which should be a good matchup on this card. Which should be what? Another good matchup on this oh, card. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Drew's going to lose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hands down, Drew's going to lose. Here's the other uh, question I got for you, Dutch. So we now have the Raw Women's Champion, who is uh, a member of SmackDown, who so far doesn't have a match in, in Saudi Arabia. Um, the SmackDown Women's Champion was drafted to Raw. She's going to defend the title against one other woman who's on Raw and then one other woman is who's on SmackDown. 
how, how the hell you book this? How, how the hell do you book this to where you have you're going to end up with the Raw Women's Champion on one brand and and possibly the SmackDown Women's Champion on the opposite brand? Are we just going to get another awkward title swap? Is or is Sasha about to to win this bad boy in Saudi Arabia and then Charlotte's got to drop it to a member of the Raw? Okay, what's a, what's on the line? The title? Yeah, the SmackDown Women's Championship is on the line, and the only member of SmackDown in the match is Sasha Banks. <laughs> but the Raw Women's wait a minute, wait a is on SmackDown. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I was doing fine before Rick started asking me these questions. <laughs> there is no answer that – that no, nobody has the answer. I don't have the answer. So, nothing makes sense. That's my point is nothing so makes sense. So they're in a three-way for the SmackDown title? Yeah. Yes. And, and who's the Smack? And, and Becky Becky's Lynch. She's a member of the Raw roster, and so is Bianca. And Sasha is the only one. But – the Raw Char- Women's Champion is Charlotte. A it, oh no, Charlotte's not in it, is she? No, no, she's in no, it. It's, 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 it's Bianca, Lynch, Sasha. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I think I think Becky I no wins, idea. and then they do the swap that they did last year, where Becky hands Charlotte the SmackDown Women's Championship, and uh, Charlotte hands her the Raw Women's Championship. Or they could just do the- that. Is as that's flatter than four o'clock. Yeah, Which God, is you why. have this match. Oh well, you take this, and I'll take this. I think even those Saudis would boo. That that's why they need to rebrand and just put the WWE Women's Championship and the WWE Women's Universal Title. That's it. That's just just rebrand them. You don't have to have them show specific, and you don't have to worry about this crap. You can do. You can get away with swapping the tag team titles it, because they. they it looks like to me they almost booked this Saudi card. With nothing else in mind. Like, we don't have backgrounds for any of this. They just threw a card together. It's a good card, but how do you make how do you make it mean something, like you said? Uh, the only thing that matters is, as Sid would say, that sweet Saudi money. That's all that sweet matters. Sweet Saudi money six. So you, think, money. You, think, you think they're just doing this for the money? <laughs> really? Yes. Yes, I do. How can they make more? How can they make more money? Uh, hang on, what? hang on, hang on. To quote, to quote, um, Spaceballs, they're not just doing it for the money. <laughs> they're doing it for a shitload of money. Oh, <laughs> you know when a Spaceballs comment comes up, it's it's kind of meaningful. Yes, <laughs> it is. Serious stuff there, ladies all and right. gentlemen. Oh, all right. And we got Helena Cell. Helena Cell at Sweet Saudi. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the other thing. Yeah, that that's definitely a uh, a crown prince. Uh like please give me my Helena Cell. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, so, they're still gonna be on the same show, by the way, after this. So I don't even think yes. these two are gonna be done after Helena Cell. Both of them are on Raw, but yet they're main eventing SmackDown. Is Rawling uh, Rollins? And uh, Edge on it. Yeah, both both Rollins. Yeah, both Rollins and Edge uh, got drafted over the Raw, and then they did their segment tonight, which was a good segment. Edge got a huge pop. Uh, Edge came out with a lot of fire. Obviously upset that uh, Seth Rollins washed his dishes and closed his refrigerator and made fun <laughs> of his kids his kids <laughs> drawings. I'm still up. I'm still genuinely upset that Seth Rollins ate an unwashed apple with the sticker still on it. Like that's what bothers me. 
I'm I'm generally upset that uh, Sonya Deville was on the bump and they asked her about this home evasion. That that just pissed me off so much, so, so much. Sonya Deville, who really experienced the home yeah. invasion, they asked her about a storyline home invasion. How would you handle a home invasion? Was the question, wasn't it? Pretty much, yes, pretty much, pretty much. Pretty they much asked that. her that. Yes, they did. Some dumbass Wait. asked her that. How? Where? How? Where, where though? On the on, club, on, on WWE programming. On, oh. the, on the cock, on the Peacock Network, this this dick asked her that question. And oh. he knew he knew he messed up like midway through the question. Like he was like, and, and did you, you see the faces of everybody else on the panel? You, K- Kayla Braxton was shaking her head. She was less like, like she did it in a way where she, you thought that she was, you know, reacting to Seth doing it, but you knew she was reacting to the fact that they asked Sonya Deville that question. Mm. You could literally could have asked anybody else in the entire freaking company except Mandy Rose. Everybody else in the entire company could ask that question. Mm. That's, that's just not smart, man. Just not using. Nope. Just not thinking. Not thinking. Well, we talked enough about SmackDown. Yeah, I was gonna yes, say that's, that's pretty much everything major that happened on SmackDown tonight. Wrap it up. Get ready. Get ready for uh, these these big main events that we're going to be getting after. Uh, after Crown Jewel's over with. Yes. With this in, stacked, absolutely stacked SmackDown roster. In synopsis, uh, both King of the Ring matches were good. The Heyman yeah. promo was great. Yep. And Seth and uh, Edge was good. And everything else, you could throw it in the bin. Yeah. Which is pretty much what I think WWE would like. You have the, the, you have the women's division, the way they book it. Well, the first the first segment with the girls I thought was pretty good. Uh, unless you're in the main event scene, unless yeah. you're in the main event scene, then they don't give a crap about the rest of the women's division. I I, I liked how that ended with with Bianca Belair with the KOD. I know we're gonna get her to do the double KOD at Crown Jewel, but how that how that segment started was awful. You, I, it was too complicated. The, if she's gonna hit a double KOD, do you think she's gonna win the match? No, one of them will roll out. Both of them will roll out the ring, if anything. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still wouldn't rule out the, them adding Charlotte to that and having both belts be on the line. I want the guy who bets on your choices, Rick. I want him. I want you to give a choice right now, so he'll he'll put like two hundred bucks on it. Prince, you're listening. If you're for, listening, for Rick's about to predict for, for, for the for the. Oh, he banned him. Rick kicked him out. No, not no, that. no, no, no. This is no, somebody else. No. Prince can come oh, back okay. once. Uh, well, which match? The women's match? Yeah. Oh, Becky Lynch is winning. You think I, so? I, I, it's a triple threat match, so there's no rules. Um, yeah, I don't think they're taking the title off of Lynch. I don't think she's, I don't think she's losing a championship match anytime soon. I just don't. I gotta agree with them. They're gonna swap those well, titles for no reason. Unless, unless, because we got the big tag net. Raw's actually looking pretty good on Monday. To be completely honest with you, Raw's looking good on Monday. We're going to get a big tag match. It's going to be Becky and Charlotte versus Bianca and Sasha. I wouldn't book this with this match just a week and a half away, but still, it's going to be a great match on television with a BS finish, probably. I would not be surprised if we end up getting Charlotte added into this mix because we have seen Charlotte stick her nose in the business of Sasha and Bianca and Becky in the last few weeks. We may end up getting a fatal four-way with both titles on the line. Okay, don't we have a tag coming up Monday? Yeah, that's why. Sasha, is that what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
with Sasha and uh, Sasha versus uh, Charlotte Lynch. Yeah. Interesting. But you know how that's going to end, right? In a DQ. Well, it, <laughs> I think you'll beat you'll beat you'll beat you'll beat Bianca because Sasha will probably leave her. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Gotta, Charlotte yeah, might leave Becky hanging. To be completely honest with you, I think that might be. But I don't see them having Becky take a loss. No, but that's what I'm saying. I think maybe Sasha and you might get both. Sasha and Bianca will start fighting, and then Charlotte will just say "f this, I'm out." And Becky will be left alone and she'll end up, you know, beating Bianca off of Sasha's distraction or punch or something. And then Becky will celebrate like she's the greatest damn thing in the world, which she yeah. is. by the way. All right. So let's move on to Rampage, shall we? <laughs> this was the good show tonight. I don't have much to say about it because it was it was three really good matches and a squash. Nothing the, really of substance happened. On I the show. Really... It just it just laid there and looked at you. I really enjoyed uh, CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia. I thought that that was a very good opener, very good technical wrestling matchup. I like the promos to begin as well with uh, 2.0, uh, just just angry Canadians cutting promo on uh, CM Punk, and then CM Punk responding and calling them the nasty boy's little brother popped me so much because I can never unsee that ever again <laughs> in my life. Um <laughs> And then they worked really well together. I feel like Daniel Garcia is a guy that they're really grooming to be a future top star for them because he's been in the ring with Moxley, Darby, and now Punk. And then CM Punk, he finally felt like he was getting in his bag. I feel like this was his best performance since his comeback. He was hitting all his spots. He was a little bit crisper. His selling was great of the knee and the way uh, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia worked over his knee was great. This was just a great technical wrestling matchup. And CM Punk winning with the Anaconda Vice pot, uh, got got a good reaction out of me. And him pulling out the power driver that he only pulled out in that one John Cena match in the WWE was great as well. Yeah, I, I thought using the Anaconda Vice to win made a ton of sense as much as he was selling the knee. Yeah, there, you know, there's no realistic way he was going to hit. He's going to use the knee to hit go to sleep. So, yeah, he pulled out a submission finisher and found another way to win it. And the other thing I liked about this is like every punk match that we've seen so far is dif- has been different. We've had he, he's had to utilize different strategies to win yes. matches. And it's uh, it, it adds to the, the realism of it, because the number one rule is make it believable. And I've I've been enjoying watching CM Punk find a way to win these matches so far. What did you think? Punch? I liked it. It's OK. <laughs> Lovely, lovely. Dynamite drop. No, let me, broadcasting school's really paying off. Listen, <laughs> I didn't tune in. I just saw the finish of the match the last two or three minutes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was because somebody right. forgot to tell me that we were watching this rampage book. Hold, hold up. Hold up. You if, didn't tell me. If you watch the tape and go back last week, I said we will be back on at our regularly scheduled time. I don't listen to you, Rick. I need to be, you need to write me something. You need to remind me how many times do I have to say I've been hit on the head a couple of hundred thousand times. And just because you say something don't mean I listen to it. Like, but if you like, write me something, clip, pull this one, please. When you're pulling clips, pull he, this he, one. he did. He did mention that on true Hill heat one forty five last week. He does not. He, after you made fun of his internet, he does not listen to you anymore, Rick. 
No, I can't. I, I block you, really. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, like, you know, if you're in chat, you just block somebody. Just My well, mind automatically blocks you, Rick. I don't know why, but it just does. I, you know what? I've been getting that for seven years from my wife, so I'm kind of used to it. You know, everything's, you know, is there. Nobody likes me. It's fine. But anyway, I, I just saw the finish. It was good. Punk knows what he's doing, though. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. He came up, he came up kind of the hard way. And who was that kid he was working with? What's his name? Daniel Garcia. Okay. Um, I like I like the fact that they have kind of they're really shaping up uh Rampage to be the CM Punk show because we got immediately after this matchup the segment backstage with scamming Leo Rush, which yeah. is my new favorite character. He's just a scammer now, and he's just scamming uh, his whole investment thing. And then um, him, basically, he's convinced da Dante Martin to be on his side. So now he has to convince Matt Seidel. So he's getting Matt Seidel a match against uh, CM Punk. And this will be their first match together since 2012 and their first TV match since October of 2010. So we're going on 11 years since these two guys have been in the ring with each other. So they'll verse next week on Rampage. Dante Martin is another guy, much like Daniel Garcia. You know they have long-term plans for with the people yeah. they have put him in the ring with so far. And that dude, he's impressive. He, he is yeah. wholeheartedly uh, impressive. I think it makes a ton of sense to put him with uh, with Leo Rush uh, and, and kind of you know move him along until he's ready to be uh, on his own. So See, that's the thing. You can look at these matches, even with dudes who lose a lot, like Daniel Garcia and Dante Martin, and you can go, hey, they got plans there. All right. There's yes. something looking with those guys. Because I, I we that a whole lot but, but they, they don't go, they don't go three minutes. Yeah. They right. go yeah. 10 minutes. They yeah. they take they that's take the a break at them. They so look, that's they, the way, really, that's the way that's the way old time wrestling used to be. Because you could beat guys. But they were there, and if you wanted to do something with them, the people were already used to them. And then you can actually, you can actually do something with them and make them, make them halfway believable. I mean, the people just say, if you just brought a guy and nobody knows and beat him, we try to do something with the people to say, I oh, get the hell out of here. But since they they do this with guys, they're getting a lot of guys over, even though they lose, which is. Almost in today's market, you you never hear that. Yeah. I mean, it's almost something said, how can you get a guy over by losing? I actually did angles. With, I take a guy and have him lose and lose and lose and lose. Then he would become people start feeling sorry for him. And then you could do something with him. So, but that's what I would do. Because they've already created like the template for it where, you know, you can be, you can see that they're doing something more with Daniel Garcia, Dante Martin, guys like that, because they've already done it with the Darby Allen and Jungle Boy. Those guys lost so much in like the first year, year and a half of AEW. And then they've slowly but surely been getting big wins as of late. And they're bona fide stars whenever they come out to the fans because of how over they've gotten. They've perfected it now. And that's why people are more optimistic about those guys than they are you know the Dante Martins and Daniel Garcia because we've seen it be done before with Darby and Jungle Boy uh, Paul had a question here who should be the first person to beat CM Punk um, I'm going to say either MJF or Darby I like MJF 
I would go with MGF because Darby, he's still an unknown. He don't know how, and whoever beats whoever beats Punk is going to be a going to be a heel. So you got to go with him. To me, you got to go with a guy who knows how to be a heel. He don't give a crap. Oh, yeah. he's really he, he he's 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 a good heel, and he works it. This is what I like about him. He's twenty four seven a heel. Yes, twenty four seven. Because that's what heels used to be. You had to be a heel twenty four seven. You couldn't be a heel that signed autographs and said hello. And if you're going to be a heel, be a heel. Sometimes when you went out to get in your car, you had to be careful. You had to keep walking. You couldn't stay and like cuss somebody out because those people they would fight you. I mean, Taker was legendary for living the life, man. For living the game. Oh yeah, yeah. And nobody ever got past that veil. <clears throat> so he left fans wondering, that guy's, he, I always said people will believe you give them a reason to disbelieve. And Taker never gave him a reason to disbelieve. Yeah. He worked at 24 seven and he never stood around and chit chatted with anybody and, and they believed him. They're, they're- so. Mick Foley told me a funny story one time. Uh, I think this was like way before uh, Hell in a Cell, obviously, but uh, he saw Taker at a gas station and he like basically went running across the street and like knocked on his window like, hey, do you remember me? It's Cactus Jack. Like try, <laughs> trying to get a conversation with him. I think Taker just drove off or something like that. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. I, I need that whole story. I, I did a terrible job explaining it. But anyway. <laughs> It was funny at the time. What do you think about the last match? What was the guy's name? The big muscle guy, Cage? Oh, Brian Cage, yeah. And who did he work with? What's his name? Ricky uh, Starks. Ricky Starks. Yeah. Right. I feel like um, they had a good like brawl, but they were like two different type of performers. I feel yep. like Brian Cage is the guy that's only going to get over if you see him in the ring, and he pulled off a lot of like his impressive stuff, his power moves, because he was in there with the smaller guy, while Ricky Starks is the type of guy is only going to get over with his mic work, and he even showed that in the pre-match promo. He was just so much more charismatic than Brian, Brian Cage uh, in the pre-match promo, and just his how he comes out, he just oozes charisma out there and i thought that he really went out there and kind of embraced the street fight stipulation you know busting himself open going head first into that steel chair and uh i like i like the fact that they protected brian cage with the uh victory because aew does a good job of blowing off their feuds with the babyface winning so it was definitely in the realm of possibilities that brian cage could have won this but they did it in the right way of giving ricky starks to win and hopefully this is the end of this rivalry now and both guys can move on i i don't see them moving on but because brian cage still has a reason to be pissed off because he's still got yeah. so probably do a cage match well but, it, took, it, but, it took but, three it took three guys to beat him wait 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 yeah, all three guys were out there, but the difference maker was the one and only Hook. Hook with the low blow. Yes, Hooker gave, stand he, up. He gave him the hook. He gave him the hook right up the right up the taint. Just this is ah. why I'm a hooker. I'm a hooker. It's all about being a hooker, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta be a hooker like me, and the hook is always the difference maker, ladies and gentlemen. But hook it, for life. But it did surprise me when uh Cage got pinned. Yeah. It surprised me. Totally. I didn't expect well, that. You, you got to love these guys' commitment to, to grabbing a championship that means absolutely nothing. 
Like even Taz said, it's not recognized by anybody but, but me. <laughs> but it means something to them. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he said it's never been recognized by any promotion, not ECW, not AEW. What was the name of that belt? The T what? The, the FTW. FTW. <laughs> The F the F the world title, basically. Yeah. That's uh, that's what it was. That's you, what it was. But here's the thing, it's put up on AEW's website. Like they actually list somebody as the FTW champ. I do find it interesting though that now they're getting ready to add a fifth championship. All of a sudden he's hammering home. We don't count the FTW champion. We 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 don't count this belt at all. Because what we, are they been? We promised, that we, we promised that we were going to have too many titles, and now all of a sudden we're going to remember. Have remember, he he choked out Cody uh, earlier this year because he said that the AEW doesn't recognize the title. Like they'll post uh, it on their yeah. website, but he said they won't recognize it as a sanctioned, illegally sanctioned title, and that's why only team team Taz members or former team Taz members are the only people that go after that title. <laughs> You know what I noticed watching that show tonight? They need somebody to coach them how to come down the ramp. Brian Case, he doesn't need to hurry to the ring. Maybe he did the time restraints. I don't know. Yeah, that is true. Because they were yeah, but, running against But the this wasn't this one was a lie, was it? No. No, it was taped. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. But, yeah, but, he, but also, as somebody who has been at an, an AEW taping, they do, you know dark elevation before the show and then they have a two-hour live dynamite and then they're taping 90 minutes of rampage afterwards because it takes time to get everything going and then they edit it down later it's a long ass night so they want to get rampage done as quickly as possible before people start leaving you talked about the cincinnati show you saw empty seats dutch at at, at rampage that's because they were taping until 11 30 at night on school night you know like <laughs> but I, I would like to, but I would like to say one of the best parts of the show was the Mark Henry interviews. He's getting better. I'm starting to like him now. Yeah, it's very unique. I like the fact that they did the opener and the 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 closer, not just the main event this week. It actually gave it like both matches felt more important because we got the the interviews beforehand. That's funny. I the the only other match that like you said, Rick, was that was good was the uh, tag team title match. The Lucha Bros are just. They're just always so good, and they're so over with the crowd. And um, Max Caster, I, I need him to rap on more shows because that 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 rhyme was great. As a, as a Lakers fan who hates Ben Simmons, I I I approve his message. See, here's the thing, man. Having now worked on a show with Max Caster, like the veil has been pulled, you know, the curtain has been pulled. He's like the nicest freaking dude in the world, and he comes out like this, just just total i don't give a shit about your town a-hole kind of guy and i'm just like that's not you man come on that's not you at all i mean he's he is a really really nice guy at least from what i uh the 15 minutes i got to work with him but um yeah i have one note from this match ray phoenix is incredible like literally that's that's the one note i made sure to write down that dude is so damn smooth in the ring it he just it's incredible what he can do and the speed at which he can do it in the ring and do things safely and not not mess up. It's insane what that guy can do. But yeah, this was this overall was a good the, match. You you knew the Lucha Brothers were going to were going to retain tonight. The the Ray Phoenix name. I came up with that name twenty years ago. Ray in Spanish is king, right? Yeah. Yes. In Phoenix, because yeah. I had this guy 
and he was a big baby face, and I put him under the hood, brought him from another company. Oh, man, we sold out. As soon as he showed up, we started selling out. And I, they weren't like 90,000-seat stadiums, but, you know, we'd fill up a 500-seat, you know, high school gym. Then we'd go to the stadiums, and, we, and we'd do big business with him. But uh, Ray Phoenix, I love the name. And, uh, and I, when I first saw it, I said, yeah, I, I know that. I mean, it's probably a, a common name anyway in Spanish-speaking countries, but I thought I came up with something, to tell you the truth. I said, wow, I'm actually, I'm ahead of my time, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I do say one thing. Those guys can super kick. They only did about 30. Yeah. Hey, that's light for an AEW match. Uh, okay, here's the new gimmick. You load the, you load the foot, you load the, the boot, and then super kick them. See? That's what uh, El, El Fantasmo in New Japan does that. Yeah, you just load it up and bam, it's over. They'd still hey, the one girl that did impress me, and I've, I've seen her. Uh, what's her name? Jade? Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. Wow, she's a big girl, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah or no? Yes. Yes, yes she is. She's, well, she Rick is. said oh, no. No, I said Rick, yes. Rick, I said oh, okay. yes. That's what you said. That's what you said. Well, see, Rick, I pay attention to what you say. I, I know. You told me. Except when you announced the show times when it was going to come on. <laughs> so. Jay Cargo is like, uh, I want to say like China kind of meets early Charlotte Flair for me. Like she has that that feel of like the ninth wonder of the world presence, but she's wow. very athletic for where she is. She's still where green. she is. And she still needs, you know, time in the ring. That's why I like the, you know, th this match was really a nothing match. It's about a minute long, and she just did impressive stuff during it. But I like the fact, uh oh, the Undertaker. Uh, um, <laughs> um, I like the okay, fact that okay. Thunder Rosa came out with the steel chair from last week to continue their feud because that's the right person to be in the ring with Jay Cargill because Thunder Rosa is the best oh, wrestler on their females roster. Jeez, Dutch, are you all right? You, you, don't go toward the light, Dutch. Don't go toward the light. Oh, well, man, don't throw salt in your eyes. <laughs> don't throw Did you guys see that? You ever yes. see it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I, Dutch, loved, I, I, I love that show. It was interesting that you yeah. said uh, you, you talk about showtimes because uh, next week we're getting the Super Smackdown, which is super size. It's going to be two and a half hours long. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Two and a half hours uh, long. It's Sid, going, do you know about it? It's going you know from about eight, it? It's going from eight until ten thirty. Yeah. Yeah. FS one because of the major league baseball playoffs. So SmackDown next week is on FS one. It's not on Fox. And but going, why is it two and a half hours long? I don't know. But Mr. Tony Khan put out this tweet tonight. Saw so you're doing a half hour head to head with us. Can't wait to finally beat your main show head to head. It's been a long time coming. See you next Friday. Hashtag AEW Rampage on AEW on TNT. And you know what? <laughs> That's good. This, this is good. so stupid because, of course, Rampage is going to win that. Yes. Because nobody watches FS1. Because Every they're on FS1. <laughs> Every time SmackDown is on FS1 or any programming on WWE that's put on FS1, the ratings tank because half the country doesn't have FS1. 
So you are literally giving AEW fuel here. You're giving people like Dave Meltzer, uh, you know, who are going to go nuts about the ratings, who just blow up every time the ratings come out. My God. And they analyze all the demographics. You are giving them so much fuel to the fire because, yeah, Rampage is probably going to beat you head to head next week because they're on TNT and you're on freaking FS1. But nobody's going to talk about that. They're just going to look at the head to head numbers and go. Our opening match beat Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Come. Come. So why are they going two and a half hours? You don't know, right? Can't think of a good reason at all. They'll still find a way to have all their secondary <laughs> women's matches be three minutes long. <laughs> well, that didn't even make sense. But see, we're back to what you said first, Rick. It doesn't make sense. Now, I, I tell you what, we're so screwed up here. Now we're worried about times. Why does it go two and a half hours? Is something up? Oh, my God. And Dave Meltzer, he'll, 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 he'll make something up. <laughs> I, I'm so confused. I'm so oh, confused yeah. by all of this. Get the two-screen experience going, baby. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Now I gotta I gotta find a way to watch both shows at the same time. Congratulations. Phone, Thank- right? Yeah, I'm gonna use damn that's what I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use my phone, but it's just like goddamn oh, WWE. Rick, why don't you watch it and just watch- text just text me and said I haven't just, I haven't and been we'll able- agree with you. I haven't done this since on your, whichever one you watch on the TV wins. That's how the ratings yeah. work. So whichever one yeah. you watch on your television is the more important show to you. So are you going to be watching Rampage on your phone or are you going to be watching SmackDown on your phone? I'm going to be watching Rampage on on my TV. It's going to be (laughs) Rampage on my TV. It's going to be SmackDown on my phone. I haven't done done this since Dynamite and NXT and always Dynamite was on my TV and NXT was on my phone. And you and your bills are paid by Vince McMahon, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Thanks, Vince. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you for, for paying my cable to watch yeah, Dynamite. Well, well, Dutch, Dutch, next week, yep. 11.05, we will be uh, I'm not listening. I'm not listening. Sorry to everybody in the chat. I've just been so dang depressed. and You, know, I, you don't I, look I was, depressed. I was, I was screaming a lot. I saw your comments. I've been trying to get to as many of them as possible. I'll do better next week, I promise. Hopefully. I can't make any guarantees. How many comments are you getting, Rick? Uh, a lot? Yeah. Yeah. A lot? How, how many comments do you get, Sid? Uh, about me? Or do no, I No, just comments totally about the show. Oh, there's a lot. There's yeah, there, there, there's a lot. Uh, you, well, you have, you I, have to I be... only get about five or six. What are you hiding from me, guys? No, you have you're, to be... ex- you're excluding me or what? No. The way that StreamYard works, you you we send you the link, so you are a guest of StreamYard. You're not signed in. You have to be signed in to the SK account to see the. To see so the- okay, so you two are signed in. Yes. Yes. I need to be signed in then. Yes, you do. We can do that. Hey, we're right. Jews in the in the in the comment section. You yeah. Gotta get you got to get Dutch the login. Get him the yeah. code. All right. I'll I'll get. Uh, see, I think I'll I was blocked. I'll get our on that immediately. Yeah, I was excluded for a reason. I might have to talk to these sports keto people about this. About this damn hey, discrim- Dutch is a, that, Dutch about is this a, discrimination I've been suffering. Here you go. Dutch is awesome. 
He's awesome. Like Dutch is a draw. He was on the most yeah. the most watched <laughs> True Hill Heat episode. I'll love week. you. You no good. So uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna repeat that. Thank Son you, Paul. Of- Thank you, Paul. All right. Have we got the shows all straight now? We've only been on here not nine hours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I appreciate everybody uh, letting me vent. I needed it. I needed an outlet. I feel much better now that I've erupted. Mount like Mount Vesuvius over here. Feel a lot yeah. better after after the and, and you're happy because Cincinnati won. Oh, the Bearcats demolished Temple. Because they're going to get in the college football playoffs, Dutch. You know this. They got to win with style points. 52 to 3 over Temple. That's style. They point. do. They do. Yeah. They got they to run it up if they can. Yes. So, anyway, I'm not really gung ho on college football this year because Clemson, they done kind of crapped the bed. Yeah. They're so not making the playoffs this year. They might not even win the ACC championship. I saw, isn't Wake Forest the damn betting favorite to win the AC, the ACC this year? Could could be. The Demon Deacons. No, this is this is it. Their quarterback, this damn, and the coach, that Dabo, run his mouth too much, talking about how good this quarterback was, and he's better than Trevor, and he can throw it longer or whatever. That son of a gun can't hit the side of a barn, I swear. Dutch. <laughs> He about, threw it in the ground, threw it over their heads. He doesn't know when to run. He's a big guy. He doesn't know when to run. Next, Hell, week. Rick could have been a better quarterback. Uh, I can't throw. It's just genetics. I can't throw anything, period. I think the fastest I can throw a baseball is like 40 miles an hour. Um, oh. No, I'm serious. What, how fast can you throw a baseball, Sid? Um, I haven't checked in a while since I was like 16, what you, 17. What was, you, what was your fastest? Um, maybe 80, 80. Yeah. So you can't throw a baseball 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Not, no, not anymore. No. Definitely not. Um, definitely not anymore. Uh, Rick, <laughs> you, think, you think he could throw a baseball 80 miles an hour now? No, no. God, I, I will tell anytime. you that. No. I, I would bet Sid would click out at 56. Yeah, probably now. <laughs> probably now. Yep. Which is still maybe fifty miles an hour maybe faster. 50. The, the fastest I, I swear I went to this like carnival where they you got this the speed clock, and I threw it one time. It was like fifty-two miles an hour. I went what? Surely I can throw better. And then I threw like the hardest I could. I almost threw my arm out, and it said fifty-three. I said screw it. Back yeah, here. I so the Reds do like uh this uh you know, Reds Fest, right? This is a big parade and have the fans come in and meet the players and all that stuff. So I go there and they have they have one of those pitching machines, like a major league baseball pitching mile per hour gauge. I rock back and I throw whatever relatively hard. <laughs> Clocked at 42. I'm like <laughs> That's I'm embarrassing. Like, I'm like, give me that back. And I know I have a bad shoulder. All right. I didn't, I just know I do. I don't, I, I got nothing. All right. It's not just bicep. You know, it's all about technique and everything too. But yes, I rocked back and I almost blew my damn shoulder out of the socket <laughs> and I only threw 47. So oh. either that thing was off or I, it's just not in the jeans, guys. I just don't have the zip on my fastball. I, I, I would be the guy, I would be Bronson Royal. I'd be up there throwing the breaking stuff at, you know, Except mine would be the change up. He's yeah. a change up guy now. I would be the floater pitch. The knuckle, like the knuckle ball. 
the who was the guy ball. in baseball who always used to throw it so hard? Nolan Ryan. Yes. Oh, he he blazed it. Well, now you got Some, guys who can throw 105 mile an hour. That ain't who, who is that? Uh, well, there's this kid for the Reds organization, Hunter Green, who clocked at 104 this year. And if you get hit by one of those balls, oh, you're forget it. Done, son. They need to, they need to pay you guys extra to talk about baseball. I was gonna say next yeah, week they do. if SmackDown's this bad, we're just gonna talk about real sports next week. There you go. There you go. Wait I'll talk minute. about basketball. Are you saying wrestling right isn't a real sport? Is that what you're saying? No, no Gable Gable Stevenson will say yeah. otherwise. He'll say That's otherwise. Right. Um yeah. yeah. But you can follow me on uh True Hill <laughs> SP3. Go, yeah, you're go talk over about this wonderful show again tomorrow on your show. Go Go over and check out True Hill Heat YouTube channel. You can see Dutch on True Hill Heat 145. He was an amazing guest on the most watched True Hill Heat episode of see, all Rick, time. Have you been yes. on it? Have you? Has Rick? Has, yes, he has. I, I have. What was his rating? I was voted the most, uh, 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 believe it or not, I was voted the best rant uh, of all time on True Hill <laughs> well, Heat. Well, no. We can't yeah. take that away from you. You are a ranting son <laughs> of a what gun. Was, what was I pissed off about? Then I can't. It didn't matter. I, garbage. I forget, I, think. I forget, but you always are pissed garbage off about up. something. <laughs> um, yeah. but check out True Hill Heat 146, 1105 p.m. I mean 1105 a.m. Eastern time with Kenny Bolin. Kenny Bolin will be our guest tomorrow. That's True Hill Heat though. 146. We'll be talking about SmackDown, Rampage, Dynamite, and all the wrestling coming up this weekend. And Kenny <laughs> Bolin wants to beat Dutch Mantel's record for most views. Well, so he we'll forget see. that. He's not going to do it. He couldn't beat a rug. That's the only thing he could do. So it's right on, right. My, right on the tip of my brain what I was pissed off about that particular day. And it's going to bother me now. He's still thinking about it. Oh, I'm going to be thinking about it. I'm not going to be able to sleep. I'm, I swear, guys, if we made like a 200-mile trip, we'd kill each other about the 150-mile marker. We'd just pull out over about 150 miles or some cornfield or something, I'm, and we'd what? bail out. Get, up, get up to Cincinnati. Get up to yeah. Cincinnati. I'm yeah. driving to St. Yeah. Louis for the Royal Rumble in January. So just come up to Cincinnati. We'll drive over to the Royal Rumble together. We'll see if we can there make it go. there alive. <laughs> That'd be a fine trip. It would be. <laughs> Videotape that. Vlog it. <laughs> uh, so, what, so what time are we live next week? 11.05. And, 11 and the week after that. And the week after that. And the week after that. Son of a. But the week <laughs> after that, we're back on at 10. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. I I can't get locked into a routine, then change all of a sudden. You it messed throws them my, up. You messed it throws them up my whole week. Yeah, it throws my whole day off. You messed uh, them up last week talking about right, We appreciate everybody who's been sticking with us, everybody who engaged, everybody whose comments I uh, I didn't put out on the thing. I'll put this one up there. Big Phil. Bowling sucks. Excellent. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Come on. Leave Kenny alone. Bowling too busy making money for fake charities. Hey, stop now. That's, that's kind of low. Will you stop? <laughs> yeah. It's, this is the best one. This is the best one right there. You do got Give it up for Dutch. He's got, Dutch is a legend. The man who Ray, folks. With the name Ray Phoenix. Yes. I did name Ray Phoenix. Yes. Ray Phoenix and Steve Austin, ladies and yes, gentlemen. Yes, I did. Can't argue with that. I, na- I, with named, that. I named Vince McMahon. <laughs> who who would have thought that name would catch on? Well, now I heard you an were, Irish name, huh? I heard you were the first inductee into the Kiss My Ass Club. Is that is that accurate? Uh, maybe. 
but uh, it didn't work. It didn't work for me. You know, he said, get out of here. I said, well, that's the last time I kissed your butt. So I, I just left. I was mad, but I left. And then I ran it all the way home to myself, of course, because nobody else would listen to me. But I did it. Are no, we done? No, are, we, we, yes, are we done here, Rick? Yes. Follow Dutch at Dirty D Mantel. Follow Sid at True Heel SP3. Follow me at Rick Uccino, spelled how you see it on the screen. We appreciate you guys watching. <laughs> we'll talk again on the couch next week after two and a half hours of SmackDown. Yeah. Hour of Rampage. And a bunch God, of people. So, that is uh, so dumb. A bunch of anxiety. So doing that. A bunch of anxiety pills. I'm taking it. See you guys. Thank All you. Right. Take care, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend, everybody. Go